Hey, you guys, happy Wednesday. I hope you are doing awesome, having a great week. Can you believe we are in the end of April? We are finishing out this month into May. I actually am recording this early. I'm today, I guess I am just getting home from my holiday. So I'm just going to assume that I had an amazing time. but I'll tell you all about it next week when I'm actually recording a little bit more up to date with the time. But I'm excited today because I have an awesome guest to share with you guys today. Her name is Alexis Greco and she's killer. You guys are going to love her, especially any of you that are in network marketing. She has been in network marketing for 15 years and did reach the top 1% of her company. She's earned the free car and annual five-figure commissions. However, now she's sort of pivoted a little bit and she supports network marketers and she specifically works with moms and teaches you guys how to really um, prioritize your business, prioritize your family, never get stuck in this overwhelm of not having enough time for either. So I know you are going to absolutely love Alexis. She is such an incredible storyteller. I I told her that off air. I just loved how she shared her story. She gives some really awesome tangible tips. It was just one of, this is one of those episodes that I'm going to make sure my whole entire downline, the thousand women that are in my downline hears, because this is what I hear all the time. You know, I I don't have time to do this or I'm overwhelmed because I have so much to do. And she just had some amazing, amazing tips that I implemented right away. So I know you're going to love this one. Please make sure you're tagging us on your stories. Screenshot this and tag us. We love it. Honestly, like I said a few episodes ago, it is words of affirmation to me. It is just like my love language. I love hearing that you guys loved the information and I know that Alexis will too. Enjoy, you guys. Welcome back to In Total Alignment with me, your host, Michelle File. Not too many years ago, I was far from feeling aligned in my life. I was stressed out, 80 pounds overweight, insecure, and happy, but really unhappy if that makes sense. Life was happening to me instead of me creating the life I desired. In one small twist of fate, almost eight years ago, after a 20-year career as a top 100 Aveda salon and spa owner, I completely changed the trajectory of my life. On my way to rising to the top of my network marketing company, I completely changed my mindset, spirituality, health, and finances. And this is where I get to share it all with you. I hope to bring you guests, experiences, insights, and conversations that will help you elevate your life too. Creating a holistic approach to success is my goal. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, you guys, welcome back to In Total Alignment. And we have another amazing guest today who is joining us, Alexis Greco, who is a network marketing coach. So all of my ladies in network marketing, this is, this one's for you. You're just going to love Alexis. She, I've been watching your reels and you are really good on those reels. So thank you for joining us and taking the time, Alexis, to just be here and share with us. And I would love for you just to kind of introduce yourself, share your story and kind of 
give us a brief description of how you got into network marketing and helping women with their businesses. Sure. Well, Michelle, it's so great to be here. Um, yes, my name is Alexis. I'm from Southeastern North Carolina. So if I look to my right, a couple of blocks, I see the river. And if I go left a couple of miles, I have the ocean. So I've grown up here. I love the water. My husband and I have been married for just over a decade and he's in the army. We have four, I call them my babies, but they're not so much anymore, but they are eight, five, four, and two. I'm a homeschool mom. We are very involved in our church. And that is um, an aerial snippet of what my life looks like and how I got involved in network marketing. I was actually 18 when I first started when I joined and my mom was my recruiter and she had a really big team building goal. So what does a good daughter do? She orders her starter kit, right? (laughs) And I honestly, I don't know where, to be honest, where my starter kit went for the first couple of years, but I do remember my very first meeting, Michelle, I showed up and everyone was very positive, very happy. And I was 18, you know, I thought I knew everything there was to know about the world. And I walked in with my arms folded across my chest. And I sat in the corner and I thought, this is the silliest thing anyone could ever do with their life. And 15 years later, I'm still a part of it. It's not my main business, but it's still a part of one of the businesses that I run. And I'm so, so grateful for the impact it has had on my life. And it, I would say it would be the number one reason I'm sitting with, with you today. That is amazing. I love that you got into this so young and your mom. So is she still in network marketing, still leading a big team? Like you, you guys are both still involved. Yeah. So she's still there. She still has a great customer base, sells the product. I have the same thing. Um, but yeah, we are both still in it. Yeah. That's amazing. And I love how you touch on, you walked in with your arms. Cause that was me and anyone listening has heard this story a million times, but I just, luckily I had no clue I was getting into network marketing. So I sort of looked at the products and I was using them. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Like I could just make a little commission by helping customers. Amazing. I had no idea, totally blind of this net. I didn't even know what it meant. In fact, I remember asking my upline, what does MLM stand for? And you guys, (laughs) I was like 40. I was 40, but I had such a negative vision of what these kind of businesses was from my dad and from just the the people that I grew up with. Like it was a big no-no, which I'm so glad I had no clue because if I would have, I wouldn't have got into it. And in the end I got into it and was able to just see all the powerful things about it. And now obviously it's changed my life. So, yeah, but it's interesting how so many people have that like negative mindset, arms crossed over your chest mindset. But once you open up yourself to seeing what it really is, it can really, really change your life. So question for you. How do you like, so what do you kind of uh, zone in on or, or center in on when you're helping women build their network marketing businesses? What's your forte? What's your strength? What do you love helping them with? Well, to answer your question, I'll share a story. One of the things that I noticed as I was in leadership and network marketing, I was leading a team, love doing it, is that whenever I would train on a big conference call or I would train at a fall retreat, or maybe it was just at my weekly meetings, I would come off the training. I would, you know, stop my speaking and someone could, would come up to me inevitably most times and be like, how are you doing it all? 
Like, how are you, you have a military spouse, you have all these kids. I don't understand. Like, how are you doing it? And I didn't realize back then hindsight is 2020. I look back now and I had systems and I had them woven together in such a way that they created this rhythm. Um, what I don't teach is perfection. So I wasn't perfect and I am still far from that, but I realized that I did things in a systematic way. And because I did them that way, I was able to accomplish a lot in my personal and my professional life. And so that is what I work with women now is I teach them, how do you use systems? Because I really do believe Michelle, you can be successful in home and business at the same time. And you do not have to sacrifice one part over the other. And it may not look perfect all the time. It's probably not going to, but you can create this rhythm, this cadence, this flow. And so that's what I work with women on how to do is because it is individual. Mine is going to look different from yours, but how do you find that? And how do you work with that through different seasons of life? Mm-hmm. I love that. And it's interesting you say, cause I feel like I'm just a scattered mess all the time, but it's actually very systematic. And I mean, I wouldn't be here eight years later and built what I, what I've built if I didn't have some organization. And a couple of years ago, my team was like feeling very frustrated. So I'm like, all right, to heck with this. I'm just going to sit down with a piece of paper and lay out what I actually do. And it turned out I had crazy systems. Like I even surprised myself. Do you think some people are just kind of natural at that. Like, I feel like it just, I didn't, I didn't follow a book or anything. I just like created them myself. Do you think some people naturally have it in them? Or do you really think it's something everybody can, can learn? Yes. (laughs) I mean, I do think you, I do think some people do have specific tendencies towards being organized and towards thinking in a systematic way. For sure, the Lord created me that way. I wouldn't be here today. And I look back and I see as, you know, I was a two and three-year-old, I was organizing the cans in the kitchen cabinets. Like that was just who I was created to be. However, I do believe it is a skill. And it might look different. Like for you, you had to sit down with that piece of paper and realize like, oh, I am skilled in this area. It just came out. It was just communicated differently. And sometimes if we don't have that frustration piece of paper moment, we might just need someone to sit down with us and say, let's kind of dig a little bit deeper and find out what are your systems? Do we need to tweak them? Do we need to pivot them? So if you are in network marketing, you can then have duplicatable success in your people. And it will look different. Everyone will have their own flair to that recipe, but you at least were able to write that down and say to your people, here's how I bake my cake. Now go bake yours, put your own flair on it. So yes, some people are, they lean that way, but I really do believe it's something you can learn. Yeah, I agree. I love that you say, and it's not perfect. People get so hung up on. And the other thing you said is it's not going to look the same as mine. And Mm -hmm. I, I I like the word duplication, but I feel like people, you know how people, you give them an inch, they take a mile. So they hear duplication. So they feel like they literally have to duplicate you. And I'm like, no, I don't want you to duplicate me. I want you to see the overview of what I'm doing and the strategy I'm using. And I want you to be you. So don't duplicate me, but take the ideas. So Mm -hmm. love all of this. Let's just lay it out there. You've got a mom, 
She is busy. She's working at a career. She's hoping to get out of it. So she really wants to build this business, but she's got a couple kids, you know, busy, busy life, kind of like you and me. Uh, so how do you help them? How do you really start with them? Do you have like three steps you could share with us that would really help these women get started out? Yes. So the first thing that I always, well, always, most of the time that I recommend doing is what I call a brain dump. And people have probably done this before, but my second step that I'd recommend for you is I take it a step further, but if you're unfamiliar with the brain dump, just picture your purse and you're standing above your kitchen table and you turn it upside down and you dump everything out onto the table. So I want you to get everything out on paper personal, professional, and everything in between. So if you're driving, do this when you get home. If you're folding laundry, maybe you pick up your phone and you do this in the notes section, but you will get to a point when you think, okay, I think that's everything that I need to do. And if this is the first time you've done this in a while, it might take a few minutes. It might take 15, 20 minutes, but the more consistent you get with this, I promise it will not take this long. But after you get everything out on paper, I want you to take it a step farther. So this would be step two. And that would be to take what I call as a mental walk, because when you mentally walk the interior perimeter of your home, which for network marketers, that's where most of us work. It's where our offices are. Things will start to come to mind for you. So let's say you start in your master bath and you are walking the perimeter of that. And I want you to think, okay, I need new razor heads. So you're not going to Amazon subscribe and save and placing an order. You're just writing it down on your piece of paper. And then you're at your vanities and you think my seat has sink has been leaking and we need to have, so you're going to write everything down. You wish you had pillowcases that matches. You need to or match. You need to organize the linen closet. You need to pull summer clothes out for the kids, everything, get everything out on paper. And the reason we do that is, you know, when you are in the shower and you have those moments and you're like, ah, that is the idea I need to do. One of the main reasons we have that in the shower or when we're driving is because we're not thinking of anything else, right? Like you have the mental space, the mental clarity to breathe, to inhale and to exhale. And now that everything's out on paper, you can start to dream freely. You can start to create, you can start to vision cast because your mind isn't so weighted down with all of these things. So first I would say brain dump. And then I would say mental walk. There's a couple of steps in between there. Like I'll say like two a and two B, I would recommend that you categorize your list, put every like work, professional church, volunteer, then prioritize it. But another secret ingredient to baking that cake, if we continue with that analogy, is once you look at your to-do list, is put a time next to every task. So will that load of laundry take you seven minutes to fold? Which I'm here to tell you, I believe you can fold a load of laundry in seven minutes. Prove me wrong. Tell me on Instagram, but like seven minutes to fold, unload the dishwasher, 10 minutes, contact your customers, 20 minutes, give it a time because then you can look at your calendar and you can say, okay, I have a one hour nap time today. And instead of filling it with 60 minutes worth of tasks, consider filling it with uh, 45 to 50 minutes. I call that margin, white space, breathing room, allow yourself time to breathe. So if nap time gets cut short, if someone um, calls you and needs an order placed out on your porch before you're leaving for church, like whatever that looks like, give yourself breathing room. So my three steps would be brain dump, take a mental walk, and then put a time estimate next to each task before plugging it into your calendar. 
So good. You explain this so well. I mean, I'm sure most of these women are going to say, well, yeah, I've heard that before, but how you just like really descriptively broke that down, I think will be so helpful for them. I'll add, um, and you kind of touched on this, something that I do with my, so brain dump, like oh my gosh, even if you're not here for network marketing, you're here for another reason. Like if you are not, this is every morning I'm showing my brain dump. Like every morning I brain dump, I would not be able to function if I didn't have everything out on a piece of paper and kind of my, what did you say? One A, one B, I'm going to say one C. Um, I like to delegate and delete and prioritize. So you said prioritize, but I also moms, I'm talking to you. There are things on your list that you can delegate to your husband. There's things you can delegate to someone. And I think that's important when you are heading into building a business, you have to take it seriously. This isn't just a hobby. This is actually has the potential, you know, for me, it, completely changed my life. And I took it seriously in the very beginning. So I did have that conversation with my husband and said, listen, you might think this is crazy. I'm so sure you do, but you need to give, I'm going to give this a year and I want your support. I would like your support. I didn't ask for support. I said, I would like your support on this. I'm passionate about it. I believe in it. I want to try it. This is something inside of me that I want to try, but I am going to need your help. And he, yes, I will admit I have a extremely supportive husband, but I think it's because I really communicated in the right way in the beginning. And it might've been because I was 40 and had already had a failed marriage. So I kind of learned a few things about communication along the way. Um, But I think that conversation was really important. And then I was able to say, you're maybe could help me. Well, and he said, how can I help you then? Like, what are you going to need? And I could delegate folding the laundry. I still Mm -hmm. did all the laundry, but if there was a load lying on the bed, he went and did it because he knew my time was going to go to this thing that could potentially change our lives. Yeah. And I think it's really important to communicate that if that's your goal in this business, if you're really looking for the trajectory of your family's life to change with network marketing, and it can, you got to communicate that and then be able to delegate some of that to-do list, that brain dump, because we don't have to do it all. Yeah. There's a saying, and it says that clarity is kindness. And whether that's you with your team members or you with your spouse or you with your children or with your friends, when you can have clarity around something that is kindness, because for you, that clearly communicated to your husband, what you need, how can he support you instead of like I've done in the past before, hold it all up in my head. I wish he would do this. I wish he would do that. And then that never ends up well. So I love that you said that because it is so true. Yeah. And I mean, I make a joke about my first marriage, but I really learned because that's how I was left. Just let let everything fester in here to the point of, well, our marriage ended. (laughs) Like it it doesn't work people. Like you really have to (laughs) communication is just so important. And I know there's just so many women in this industry. I hear it all the time. Well, my husband doesn't support me. How do you get a husband to support you? How do you, and I'm like, really, the only thing you can do is tell him that you want the support. Like you have to communicate your dream 
And if he doesn't, well, that's a whole other conversation. I mean, that's a whole other thing that you will have to work out. But I like to take my brain dump, prioritize with time. I mean, that was such a good tip. Number three, the time is so important because when I was running my hair salon and busy, 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 plus growing this business, I was definitely more, I got way more done with less time. Now yeah. that I have all day, I'm like, oh, woo. And then all of a sudden it's like seven o'clock. I'm like, sugar, I did not do that income producing activity yet. Yeah. And I had all day. So putting like that time, and I even go a step farther with my new people and say like, put the alarm on. You've got mm-hmm. 10 minutes to write a post. Timer. Yes. Right. Like five minutes to do a reel. Cause all of a sudden you can have wasted your entire nap time friggin fancying up a reel that Mm -hmm. you know it's it's crazy so I love that you shared that that was just amazing do you have any other um tips for women who are just starting out in network marketing you know network marketing gets such a bad rap a lot of the times is that one of your focuses in your business as well like helping women really do this in a way that feels good but is also effective yes and you know I think One of the things I like to share, I don't think I know is that even though network marketing is not my leading business, I am pro network marketing and I believe that it works because I've seen it work because I've seen it work for my friends and for women in all across different companies. And so if I were sitting across from you, Michelle, and you were new in network marketing and you were just starting, and I have had the 15 years of experience that I do, I would lean in and lock eyes with you and say, it is absolutely possible. You might, we might need to figure a few things out. We might need to iron out a schedule, pivot a few things, decide what's important, what is really a priority in this season. And like you said, you gave it a year. What does that look like for someone new in network marketing? How long are you going to choose to be consistent in it and then take that measurable, measurable amount of time and say, this is the growth that I have seen. And one of the things you said, what advice or what would you say to them? I think that sometimes it is important that even though emotions are so, so vital, especially to us as female business owners, is that we take our emotional hat off. Sometimes for a moment, we put our black and white business hat on and we look at things black and white. What are the numbers saying? What does my budget look like? Where is my time going? And that allows us One, to communicate sometimes with our spouses in a way that they understand if that's how they're wired, but it also lets you look at it as the CEO. Like you said, this is not a hobby. I'm building this as a business. How much money is coming in and how much money is going out? That's a system. Where am I using my time? Where could I tighten up my time? That's a system. What am I planning for meals this week? That's a system, right? We still have to feed our families. So if, if someone was new, those are a few things that come to mind that I would share. Yeah. I, I love that. I mean, yeah, the time, it just really goes back to managing that time situation, Mm. right? Like it really truthfully does. I, I have so many, so many women that just get caught up in thinking it's a quick fix and not giving it the amount of time that any normal human business person would give. Like, why do you think you can come into network marketing and 
get rich in three months? Like, mm-hmm. do you know any other business that was like that? And from a perspective for myself, I mean, I had a salon and spa for about 15 years and it took 15 years to get to six figures. Yeah. And I don't like talking about money. It actually makes me gross right out, but this, I think it's relevant here. <laughs> it took me a very long time to make that type of money in the salon because I had rent, staff, water bill, so like assistance, like all this stuff, I was able to replace that. Like do the math yourself. I've only been in this for eight years. And like it was, I was able to close my salon in two. So do the math. It didn't take as long, but I had to be serious about it. Like I, it wasn't just a hobby and I had to realize you're going to put in a lot of work in the beginning for a little bit but you're going to end up getting so much out of it because you did that. And I think it goes back to, and I'll ask you if you agree, if people are in network marketing, just for the fun, like just for like, whatever, they just want to make money. It's just not going to work. They have to have passion around the product. Would you agree? Yes. If you want to build a sustainable income. Yes. I mean, I think people can be in and they get their products at a discount or they like it, but just make sure that that work ethic aligns with what you're putting on your goal poster or your vision board, because you can't match that a little bit here, a little bit there and say, I'm going to bring in six figures because the two just aren't, they're not just going to jive together. They're not going to work. No, exactly. And I want to publicly say like, whatever your goal is just be happy about that. Like mm-hmm. if you're really just wanting to pay for your products, that's amazing. I know I yeah. always say on my team, like we welcome everyone. I know not everyone wants to do what I did. That was my goal. I wanted to get out of that hair salon, but someone else's goal might be just, I just want to pay for my kids clothes without it feeling strapped all the time. I want to not put my Christmas gifts on a credit card. Like all goals are so valid. And I think that's the really cool part about this business. You can come in for so many different reasons and make it happen. So I love that. The other thing that I'm going to touch on that you said, and I loved that, um, how much money is coming in versus how much time you're spending. That's a strategy. So if your husband isn't supporting you and you're on your phone 24 seven and not bringing anything in, something's not working and you need to be honest with yourself. I loved that you said that because I think that happens a lot. There's a lot of scrolling, a lot of comparison, a lot of just no real work being done. And these men are like, what? Like, sorry, but this is not working for me or anyone. And I love that you touched on that. Yeah. I mean, and that can be one of your checks and balances. It can be one of your systems that maybe every week you look at, you know, I did this many appointments. I brought in this much money. It took me this much time. And like you said, set a timer for yourself. It doesn't have to take two hours to make a reel. You know, you can batch them very, very quickly. But if you notice those things are off, if you notice your feeling or people in your life are like, gosh, you're on your phone a lot. And if you want to be on your phone and that's bringing in income, then that's great. But if you notice there's an imbalance there, like you said, it's just a good moment to kind of say, okay, let's step back for a moment. Let's step out of the emotion of it. And let's look at what's going on here. Yeah. I love that. Take the emotion out as women. Oh my gosh. We are so Which it's valuable at some point, but at some parts we do need to take it out just for a moment, for a moment. Yeah, you really do. I mean, 
of my coaches will be laughing or my team will be laughing because I always use that analogy. Let's put our entrepreneur hat on because you have to think like that. You have to, if you have big goals for this, you really have to dig into your CEO, into your power. And sometimes that is a gut punch. Even for me still, like sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I haven't been doing. I've gotten way too complacent here. And you have to like really brain dump that out and really figure it out for yourself. Okay. Let's pivot to social media because your social media is amazing. I love it. What do you think's really, so this is something that I, I believe you can come into network marketing and not worry too much about social media in the beginning and just work with the people that already trust you and then slowly work into figuring out social media. However, what I find, and truthfully, I was the same. Social media was way different eight years ago, but I came in hoping no one I knew would find out I was doing this. And (laughs) somehow I could just magically post on social media and all these customers would come out of the woodwork. I quickly realized that was not how it was going to happen. It was the people that already trusted me. How do you help people get started? when they are just, you know, with social media, like, do you have some tips that are good for busy moms? Because some people for reals, like, honestly, I just had someone start yesterday and she tried to tell me she was going to take all day Sunday making reels. I'm like, you just started. You don't have to worry about reels for a while. Like, honestly, do you have any tips? Yeah. My first thought that comes to mind is just a little, little caveat to social media tips. And that is that you may look at my social media, right? And you see the reels and I could share my business stats with you. My business is growing. It is thriving, but I want to be very clear as to what you're not seeing on my profile are the conversations that I'm having behind the scenes. So please know that for a lot of people, not for all, because for some people it does work this way, but for most people, the conversations, the conversions, the recruiting, the sales, they are happening behind the scenes. They are happening because you made a connection with someone one-on-one. They know you're a real human. They realize you put your pants on the same way and they connect with you. So I just want to encourage someone that maybe if you don't have a bunch of reels or you don't love the way your social media works, like you said, it does not mean you cannot be successful. If you can focus on connecting with the people first, seeing what are their pain points? Like, what does she really need? What is really keeping her up at night or what is catching her in the mirror when she walks by, whether it's her skin or her makeup or her body type, and you can be a human to human and connect with her there. That is where the sales happen. So I just want to caveat with that, but social media tips, reels, I mean, five, 10 minutes, I think is enough to, you know, to get it ready and to get the the words on and to get all that done. And what I like to do, it's another timer thing. I'll set my timer for an hour and I'll make as many as I can. Usually I do a minimum of five. I hope to get like seven to 10 done in that time. And this is a tip that I actually learned from Brock Johnson. He's huge on reels. If you don't follow him, it's at Brock Johnson 11. He's just so um, valuable when it comes to reels information. He teaches to record the video and then later go back and put your words on it. Because what happens is like you were saying, we record a reel, we get the video, and then we spend 15 minutes putting the font and the timing and the color and the blah, and then nap time is over and we've made one reel. But if you can batch, you know, seven to 10 video, like just the video part, 
and then just save them in your drafts. That is huge. Um, the only other thought I think about to share with social media is people are watching you. And if you are in network marketing, which a good amount of you listening are, how are you elevating your voice among the noise? Because you know, you aren't the only one selling your product, right? If you didn't know that, that, I mean, that's the truth, right? You're not the only one. I'm not the only person on social media, helping network marketers grow their business. So how do you let them get to know you as you show your face? And so for me, that's showing up on stories, let people see you and hear your voice because they will connect with you. Yeah. And be real, just yes. be you. And I know that's easier said than done for you and I. We've been working on ourselves and working on this for a long time. Because I know eight years ago, I wasn't being me. I was looking at other women that were more successful, you know, had been at it longer. I was trying to be them. And I mean, it just let us save you, (laughs) save you from doing that because it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Like people, it really only, um, the conversions happen really fast when you are being you and you attract the people that like you and don't worry about the people that don't like, you don't like some people, you don't jive with some people. It's the same back, right? I just, at one point in time, I just realized, why am I trying to attract like people that would never be attracted to me? That's so weird because we're never going to be able to work together that effectively. And then once I started being more myself, you know, I don't love dancing around on my stories with my energized. That's something that my company, like everybody does it and kudos to you. If you do it, like if that is really you and you're doing it and you love to dance, that's amazing. But I would look like an idiot and uh, it's just not natural for me. So why? So now I actually go the opposite and say like, I'm too old for that. I am not doing that. And cause I want to appeal to people that feel the same way. It's not about being rude to the people that are doing it. You just get to have your own voice. And I think it's really, really so critical. I loved those tips. You now how I really like the batching tip about reels because that's what I do too. And there's some, it just feels really good when you know, you have some things in your drafts, Yes, but don't worry about it looking perfect. Like, I think that's where people get hung up. Right. I did for sure. When reels first came out, I thought I'd have to change my outfit like 500 times when I was doing batching and it had to be in a different room. And I, and I just finally said, this is ridiculous. I am just going to batch five in the same outfit. (laughs) And no one noticed probably. No, nobody notices stuff like that. They notice your message. And then that's really cool with reels because when you have that light bulb moment in the shower, you're like, okay, I have a reel and that's just gonna, that's just gonna fit perfectly. And you go do it. And literally I think posting on social media shouldn't take more than five minutes. If it's taking longer, you are overthinking it or maybe the message isn't right. Like you need to digest it a little bit more. So go digest it never do you need to have something on social media at a certain time. I think people get so hung up that they have to, um, my phone's ringing from China. Yeah. No, thank you. (laughs) Um, never do you have to be on social media. The talking is more important. Like when you said that, and here's a perfect example, you reached out to me to Mm -hmm. be on this podcast. I did not 
think you were weird for doing that. I was yeah. like, oh, amazing. Like someone new to talk to you. Let's chat. Like, I think everybody's so afraid. Why are we so afraid to reach out to people and communicate? I think there's different reasons, but as you said that something that I always have to remind myself of, you know, yes, I did reach out to you because I watched your stories. I watched your social media. I listened to some of your episodes and I was like, this person, I vibe with her. Like, I like what she, I like how she talks. I just like it. But I knew if you had told me no, Michelle, I, it was already a no from you. Nothing changed, right? I was already not going to be on your podcast. So if you told me no, like nothing changed, right? So if you ask someone like, Hey, yeah. I'd love to connect with you about this sample or this thing or whatever. They're already not trying your sample. That's right. That so is if, the they, if they say no, nothing changed. Right. And if they say yes, it's amazing. So that's how I think about yeah. it. And I do, like you said, I am real, whether I type something out or I voice it, I want to make sure that when I voiced you, you knew you were getting this. Yep. You know, I, I was being me because think about it. If we make a reel and you pretended to be dancing around and doing something that wasn't you. And then someone showed up on a zoom with you. They were like, who is this? Like, wait, this isn't who I thought. So like be that real you. Yeah. I love that. That is the best. Why have I never heard that in that analogy before? I They're already that. a no. Yeah. It's already a no. We got to repeat this. Like they're already a no. So what difference does it make? That is the best. That is so empowering. Like all yes. that can happen that will change is they become a yes. Right. It can get better. Yes. Otherwise nothing changes. It just stays the same. It can only get better. I love that. That we'll is make so- a shirt out of it, Michelle. We are, we are all of a sudden we have a clothing brand. Yes, we do. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> that was so good. Seriously. I mean, I've heard lots of different thoughts around that. Right. But that just simplifies it. Like they're already a no right now. Uh, yeah. Th- a month ago, I, you and I were not in each other's lives and nothing would have changed if I had said, yeah, no, I don't vibe with you. Like, yeah, exactly. nothing would have changed. It would have been exactly the same, but here we are. So just, I just think it's so important that people understand that before you worry about social media, worry about talking to people. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how I try to lead my team. When you wake up a in the day, make sure you've talked to people first Mm -hmm. and then worry about the post you're going to make because so much focus now goes on social media and it's important. I am not saying it's not important. And yes, you might have a viral reel and yes, yes, yes. But even if you have a viral reel, reel, nothing good is going to change. Nothing good is going to happen without you talking to the people. Yes. Agreed. Totally. Yeah. Okay. This is so awesome. I think we should, could probably talk for Ever. We probably could. <laughs> we have lots we could talk about. So tell my listeners how they can find you, follow you, work with you. Yeah. So Instagram is my place. I think I alluded to it earlier, but I do put my yoga pants on the same way that you do. I'm currently wearing black ones right now. So I say that because I'm a real person on the other side of the screen. So if you have an aha moment that you want to share, or if you have a question, you can DM me there. It's Alexis T Greco G R E C O. But one of my favorite things to share is that if you are leaning into gosh, I might need some systems. The first thing before to even decide what systems you need is to see where are you? Where are you right now in this moment? And so I have a free quiz. It's in my bio. It takes 60 seconds and it will literally tell you a score zero to hundred percent of how you're doing with systems and where to go from there. And so that's a great place with that free quiz to go. Okay. 
this is where I am with systems. Here's what I consider moving forward with that. And then that just gives you a starting place instead of jumping in and not knowing where you're going from. Yeah. I saw that. I clicked your link tree this morning and I'm like a quiz. I I love quizzes. I think it just really simplifies the whole situation. So it helps you nail in where you need some help. Yeah. And I know there are a lot of moms that listen to this, that do feel overwhelmed and they don't understand how they can fit this in and they do need a little bit of assistance. So definitely please go follow because you have some really great tips that you're sharing over on Instagram. And we'll make sure we put all of those show notes or all of those links in the show notes. So everybody can find you really easily. Do you have a program or course that you offer? Is that? Yes. So I have an eight week, I call it my signature program. It's a foundational course to walk you through what are rhythms for your home and your business? What ones can you adapt for yourself? And what does that look like? And so again, if that's something that you're like, huh, that I wonder if that's for me, the first thing I'd recommend is to take the free quiz. Cause it will let you know, like, yes, this is something that I need to do. And if you score maybe lower than you want on the quiz, it will actually give you next steps and walk you through that process on the program that I offer if it is a good fit for you. So that's the best way. It'll save you time by doing that quiz. That's amazing. I was just thinking maybe you could give us the link to your quiz and we could put it in the the show notes. Would that work? Yeah, I'll send it to Britt. That works. Yeah, that would be great. And then it's just right there for you guys to take. And then you can see, see where you're at because sometimes it's just a few little tweaks, you guys, like it's not, but what I love that you focus on is home and business because they have, there has, I hate the word balance, but there has to be, there has to be balance for you to feel like a good mom. There has to be. I mean, because I always say, I won't speak too long on this, but you are the common denominator. Like if things are going sideways at home, it seeps into your business and vice versa. So you have to work with both areas to give yourself that rhythm, to allow them to work together and not against each other. Yeah. I love that. We could do a whole other podcast just on that topic. (laughs) (laughs) We really could. I'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. This was really helpful. You gave some great tips. I know people will get so much value out of this and I just appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate it.